his lips. And he said, oh, I am a man of unclean lips. And God touched his lips and touched his heart and put him on fire. You know, the Lord Jesus has promised to baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. That's good news, isn't it? To be baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. Or, as it literally says, to be baptized with Holy Spirit fire. Praise God, when the Holy Spirit comes, He brings fire. He brings renewal. He brings quickening into our hearts. He renews us. And praise God for the fire. What does fire do? It burns out all the dross. Amen. You put, you put uh, various items on the fire, it, it consumes it. And we pray that God will consume us and, and take away the dross in our lives and take away any sin or, or any darkness or anything that's in us that's displeasing. Say, come Holy Spirit, baptize us in the Holy Spirit and fire. And, and this is what Jesus longs to do, is that he wants us to be filled with the Holy Spirit and with the fire to burn out the dross and to fill us with fresh fire. I don't know if that's your prayer, but that should be your prayer as a Christian. Lord, make your fire come into my soul again. Lord, burn up everything that is not of you. And Isaiah experienced that touch from the altar and the coal that was given to him, and he was purified. God wants us to be purified. Amen. He wants us to be renewed. He wants us to be quickened. Sometimes we're just struggling a bit in our Christian lives. Sometimes we're just waning a little bit. Sometimes we're just in the shadows. God wants us to manifest. Amen. As the sons of God. You know, if we are a Christian, if we're in Jesus Christ, we should manifest as the sons of God. We should show up for who we really are. And the Bible says it's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. It's Jesus Christ in you. The, the Son of the living God is dwelling in us and He wants us to manifest. He wants us to show ourselves as the sons of God. And that means we've got to be renewed. We've got to be on fire for Jesus. And He wants to baptize us in that Holy Spirit and in that fire. What does it mean to be baptized? It means to be soaked. That's literally what it means. You know, when somebody is baptized, they go into the water and, and they get soaked under the water. You know, we believe in total immersion. We believe in people being going, going totally under the water and being baptized. And that's exactly what Jesus wants us to be filled with through the Holy Spirit. Is we would be soaked with the Holy Spirit. We would be on fire for Jesus and that every look, bit of lukewarmness would be removed from our lives. So, friends, this is something we need to be praying for. As he says here in the psalm, will you not revive us again? Will you not quicken us again? Will you not renew us again? And will you not restore us again, Lord? God wants us to be restored. He wants us to be in divine fellowship with him, walking with him, and being renewed day by day, just like Enoch did. And the Bible says that Enoch walked with God. And he walked with God for many years. And he had fellowship with God. He had sweet communion with God. And we can have sweet communion just like Enoch did. Just like Enoch was in a close relationship with the Lord, so you too can have the same relationship. Wherever you go, 
the Lord Jesus will go. Wherever you, wherever you go, he is going to walk with you. He's going to be with you. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Or somebody like Abraham, who was the friend of God, and he had fellowship with God. And you can have a relationship with the Lord just like Abraham had. And be the friend of God. Why not invite the Holy Spirit in right now and say, Holy Spirit, come and renew me. Come and put fresh fire in me. Lord, take away my deadness. Take away everything that's in me that's not pleasing and put me on fire for you. Isn't that something that you want as a Christian? Isn't that something that you want from the Lord is to be on fire for him? And in the Psalms, he also says that his ministers are flames of fire. That's good news, isn't it? You are a flame of fire for the Lord Jesus Christ. You are a flame for God because the flame is in you. You cannot get a revival in your community until it first happens on the inside. The fire is going to come into you first. That coal is going to be put into you. And the coal of God is going to be burning with the fire of the Holy Spirit. And it's going to be burning deep within your soul. You've got to be revived first. And then you can revive others. You've got to be on fire for God. As he says, his ministers are flames of fire. You know, there's always things trying to quench the fire. Amen. There's always distractions for us getting in the fire. There's always things trying to pull us away and make us tired and make us weary and make us lukewarm and pull us away from Jesus. So we've got to keep going back to the source. We've got to keep going back to Jesus. We've got to keep plugging into him because he's the source of all power. Amen. He's got everything you need. Jesus has got everything that you need to live. He says in the book of Peter, that everything we need for life and godliness has been given to us through our knowledge of God. And so feeding on the Word of God, feeding on His presence, feeding on the Holy Spirit, just a simple prayer, Lord, would you revive me again? He longs to revive you. He longs to quicken you. He longs to give you new strength. And as David said, you know, I will be strengthened in the Lord and that is important that we're not just running on our own energy. Amen. He says in Psalm 103 that, that praise the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name and forget not his benefits who forgives all of your sins and heals all of your diseases, who redeems our lives from the pit and crowns us with love and compassion so that our strength is renewed like the eagle. Amen. Our strength can be renewed this morning. Our strength can be renewed like the eagle, which does not have to flap around like other birds, but just rides on that beautiful warm thermal, and it catches the thermal, and it goes up and up and up, over a mile high, and it sees far above all the other birds. God didn't call you just to be a chicken. Amen. He didn't call us just to be a sparrow. He didn't call us to be a crow. He called us to be an eagle, to go higher and higher, to soar on the wings of prayer and to soar on the Holy Spirit, going higher into the presence of the Lord. Praise God, we can be such people. We can have our strength renewed. The Lord is the strength of his people. He wants to renew your strength. He wants to bring fresh power into you. He says in his word, be strong in the Lord. 
and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God. So you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. You are to put on the full armor of God. You are to be strong in the Lord, not to be strong in your own strength, not just to trust in your youth and your vitality, because one day that youth, youthful vitality may leave you, but the strength of Jesus Christ will remain forever. Though outwardly we are perishing, inwardly we are being renewed day by day. That's a good promise from the Word of God, isn't it? Though outwardly, you know, we're seeing decay. Outwardly, we are perishing. But inwardly, your spirit is being renewed day by day as you feed on the Word of God, as you fellowship with the Holy Spirit. You know, the Bible tells us that, that Moses was in the presence of God, up there in the mountain. There he was in the presence of God. He didn't eat anything for 40 days. He didn't consume anything because he didn't need anything. He was feeding on the bread of God. He was feeding on the bread of life. He was feeding on Jesus, the, the, the manner giver. He was feeding on the Lord and he was being sustained by the presence of God. And when he came down from the mountain, what did the people see? They saw a radiant Moses. They saw somebody who had the glory of God shining out of his face. Because he'd be spending time in the presence of light. In the presence of the Lord, he was renewed. He's six weeks without food, but he came down the mountain with power and anointing. May God do that in our lives. May he renew us. May he put fresh fire in us. May he anoint us to be flames of fire. Don't you want to be a flame of fire today in this world of darkness, in this world of sin? God has called you to be a flame of fire. Why would God choose Moses and not you? The Bible says he is no respecter of persons. He will use you just as he used the apostles. He will use every one of us, male or female, regardless of our culture, our background. He will use us. The main thing we need to have is a passion for Jesus. Amen. Lord, give me a fresh passion that I just want to be like Moses. I just want to be in your presence, Lord. I want to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Friends, we're not going to do too much for Jesus without the Holy Spirit. You've got to get to know the Holy Spirit. He is a wonderful person. He is the strength of the church. It tells us in the book of Acts that the church grew and was, was growing in numbers as the Holy Spirit caused them to grow, caused them to be strengthened, caused them to do signs and wonders and miracles. Do you think that God cannot use you? No way. God is going to use you, use your hands, use your feet, use your mouth, and use you as a mighty flame of fire as you go through this world. Friends, we cannot do this alone. We have to seek the Lord. It tells us in Jeremiah 29, 12, and 13, it says, It is time to seek the Lord while he may be found. And he says that, that we can be filled with new strength. He says that we can be filled with fresh fire. He says that you can, you can be seeking the Lord. If you seek the Lord with all your heart, then you're going to find him. Now that is the promise and that is the condition. If you seek the Lord with all your heart, then you're going to find him. But that's conditional. That means 100%. He's not wanting 50% from me. 
He's not wanting 65%. He's not even wanting 95%. He wants all of you. Amen. He wants every part of you. He wants you to be consumed in His love. And our God is a God of love. Amen. He's so full of love. He's so full of power. He's so full of anointing. He can break any chain in our lives. He can break any yoke. He can break any habit. We just seek Him with all our heart. And He will renew our strength. Praise God. He will revive us. As, as He says in Psalm 23, He leads me beside quiet waters and He restores my soul. Praise God. He's going to restore you. He's going to break any chain that's holding you back. He's going to break any yoke that's holding you back. Jesus said, come to me, all you who are heavy laden and burdened. I will give you rest. Amen. There is rest in Jesus. There is great supernatural strength in Jesus. You know, we see Elijah. He's just seen the slain of the prophets of Baal, those who were opposed to Yahweh, those who were opposed to the Lord. And we see that Elijah um, is, is now being chased by Jezebel. And it says he tucked up his cloak and he ran and he overtook the chariot. Wow, he was pretty fast. That was awesome. He overtook the chariot. How fast does a chariot go? I reckon 40 miles an hour. 45 miles an hour, about as fast as a horse. He overtook that chariot. God gave him supernatural power. There are times where God will just quicken you and give you a supernatural power to overcome the weakness of the flesh. He will enable you to do things that you couldn't imagine you could have done. You know, there are people who have been mightily used of the Lord. This is what David said. He said, through my God, I can scale a wall. Through my God, I can go on the heights. Through my God, I can bend a bow of bronze. You see, there is no limit in God. If He wants you to do something amazing, something supernatural, He'll give you the power to do it. Is our God not a supernatural God? Is He not an amazing God who can do anything? Doesn't He say in Jeremiah, you know, that I am the Lord, is there anything too hard for me? What are you battling with today, friend? What are you struggling with? Is there something that you think that this is impossible? With God, all things are possible. Amen. All things are possible. You think that God's not going to use you? You think that you're never going to come out of this, this place of bondage? God will burst the door open. You will be free, my friend. You'll be free from addictions. You'll be free from habits that bound you. The Holy Spirit will set you free. For it is for freedom that Christ came to set us free. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? What a savior. Amen. Our God is awesome. He's got power beyond our comprehension. He holds all the universe together. The Bible says by his spoken word, he holds the universe together. He's spoken into existence. It has been sustained by the power of his word. What does it say in the book of Colossians? That Jesus Christ is sustaining all things. That's why the planets don't just plummet. That's why the stars don't just fall down. Because he spoke them into existence. He proclaimed them. It says that the stars were made by the breath of his mouth. That's how much power is in him. And friend, you have fellowship with God. You know him. You know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. The one who was crucified on the cross to deal with all of your sins. 
to deal with all of our darkness, to deal with all of the things that have held us in bondage. He has been crucified to deal with all of our sins and the sins of the world. There he is hanging between heaven and earth, taking the sin of the world. That's why he came, friends. That's why Jesus came into our world. He came to be crucified. He came to be the sin bearer, to take all of our sins and to set mankind free. It is for freedom that Jesus has set you free. Hallelujah. He came to set you free. He wants to set you free in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit, in your body, so that you will have the life of God. What does he say in John 10, 10? I have come that you might have life. Amen. That you might have life in all its abundance. You might have abundant life. And a, a, a life that is full of joy. And it's full of peace and full of the blessing of the Lord. The Lord loves you so much. Amen. He poured out his blood on Calvary. He says, this is how much I love them, Father. I'm going I'm to pour out my life unto death. I love these people. Praise God. He loves us so much. His love is towards us. His love is towards us. He loves us with the Bible says an everlasting love. He's never going to stop loving you. If you're in Jesus Christ, you're never going to stop being loved by the Father. And that is the fellowship we have. It's with the Father and with the Son and with the Holy Spirit, with, with the Trinity for all eternity. You will never die, Jesus said, if you follow me. Physically, you may shed your body one day, but you will never die. You will never be separated from God. Isn't that a wonderful truth today that we can know Jesus we can fellowship with him. He can take us into his home one day and we shall forever be with the Lord. Hallelujah. We are the saints of God. That's what he calls us. Sometimes we don't feel like saints. Sometimes we feel quite miserable. But the Bible says you are a saint of God. You are the chosen of the Lord. You are a holy nation. You are a chosen people. You have been set apart by the Lord as God's holy people, as people who are on fire for Jesus, people who have been set apart by the Lord for His glory and for His kingdom, for His everlasting kingdom. Praise God that He's included you in His kingdom. Praise God you're welcomed into the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. The Bible says you are adopted as His son. You were adopted as his daughter in the kingdom of God. You are welcomed in. In Christ there is neither male nor female, black nor white. You know, there is neither an old person or child. In Christ all is all. You know, we are all welcomed in to the kingdom of God. He loves every nation, every tribe, every people. His love is towards us. And he wants us, as Jesus said, follow me. Amen. Jesus said to the disciples, follow me. Leave your nets, leave your fishing, and just come and follow me. And they left everything and followed Jesus. Isn't that awesome? They left everything. They didn't care about their business. They said, we're, we're, just, we're in love with Jesus now. We're following Jesus now. And our obsession, friends, must become the Lord. Our obsession must become Jesus. Our obsession for life is not just floating uh, through life and just getting through and a bit of this and a bit of that. God must be the passion of our hearts. 
It must be the, the deepest desire that we have. That every day we wake up and say, when can I go and meet with God? Isn't that what David said? When can I go and meet with God? Do you get up early in the morning and say, when can I go and seek the face of God? When can I go and fellowship with Jesus? He might just whisper some amazing words to you. He might just tell you something wonderful about your life. He may just give you a prophetic word, something about the future. He may just whisper some amazing things to you. Why don't we just draw near to the Lord and he will draw near to us. Friends, we've got to have some discipline in our lives. If you're taking notes, that's an important one. You've got to have some discipline. We've got to have some discipline to get up in the morning and seek the Lord and, and let flesh or blood Nothing holds you back from the presence of the Lord. Maybe you'll have to pray into the night. One pastor said when his family went to bed, he would get up, they would spend from 10 o'clock until 12, he would spend two hours with Jesus every night. God calls us to this kind of walk. He wants us to have fellowship with him. He wants us to be renewed. He wants to anoint you with power. He wants to fill the earth with his glory. Amen. God wants to fill the earth with his glory. It tells us in the book of Numbers, it's chapter 14, it says, The whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. Wow, I'm looking forward to that day. When the whole earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Right now, the whole earth is filled with a pandemic. But in a moment, it could just change. In a moment, the pandemic took the world. Isn't it crazy to think in a day, the pandemic just stopped the world? So what if that's what a pandemic can do, what can our God do? There is going to be a great revival, friends. There is going to be a great harvest, and we have got to prepare for it now. That's what God said to me this week. You have got to prepare for the revival now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Right now, We've got to get ready for the move of God. What is God telling you to do? And how are you going to get ready? And it might mean getting rid of some junk and getting rid of some stuff so that you can welcome the new stuff, so that you can be filled again. Get ready for the revival now. God is longing to bring this revival into the earth and he's longing to use you in the revival. You see, when God brings the revival, it will be like a tidal wave. It will be like a tsunami, thousand feet tall, wow. It's gonna hit this nation. People are gonna be astounded. The world is gonna be astounded. Numbers 14, the whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord. Even those tribes and peoples all over the world who are in distant lands and seem to be so obscure in a way, they will know that the Lord is God. God is gonna do incredible things, so we've gotta prepare for this revival. Are you ready for the revival? Are you ready for the move of God? Are you ready to ride that wave like a surfer? You know, get on that wave and ride the revival of God. He's waiting for you, friend, to get ready. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the day to prepare for the great move of God. Are you going to be ready or are you going to be left behind? Are you going to be ready for the move of God? Are you going to be ready to, to surf that wave? Say, Lord, take me all the way. I'm 100% yours. I'm not holding on to anything else. I want to ride the wave of revival. Lord, bring it in in our
our day. You know, Habakkuk, the, the great prophet, he prayed, Lord, that you would come down. You know, I pray that God will come down and shake this earth and show his power. He knows everything what's going on in everybody's heart. He knows everything that's going on in the world. There's nothing that he doesn't know. He knows everything. And he longs to bring the power of God. But friends, he's going to use the church to do it. Amen? Jesus Christ is the head of the church. The church is the body of Christ. And it's the church that's going to bring in the kingdom. It's the church that's going to pray it in. God is going to use you to bring in the kingdom into your community, to your family, into your area. And suddenly things are going to start changing for you. Things are going to start changing in your family, in your community, in your situation. Because God's listening to your cry. Because you're thirsty for him. You're thirsting for more of him. You're crying out, Lord, do something in our day. Lord, shake the nation. Lord, if necessary, shake me. Do something in these last days, Lord. I hope that's your desire too. Lord, do it in our day. Lord, bring revival. Lord, I want to be like the psalmist. I want to be revived, Lord. Lord, will you not revive us again? Let this be your prayer. Let this be your prayer this morning. Lord, will you revive me? Lord, little old me, I, I don't seem to be anybody much important, but Lord, I've got you. Isn't that what matters? If you've got Jesus, you've got everything. Amen. If you have Christ, you have everything. Whatever's troubling you, give it to Jesus. Don't carry it yourself. Whatever's troubling you, give it to Jesus. Cast all your cares upon Him. Because He cares for you. Whether it's pain in your body, whether it's troubling, affliction in your mind, God knows every solution. He knows how to help you. Whatever's bothering you, give it to Jesus. If your mind's not working right, ask Him to fix it. The Bible says He's given us the mind of Christ. Amen. He's given us the Spirit of Christ. He can renew you and restore you and quicken you. And you can go through this world like a flame of fire. But friends, it's not just going to happen. You've got to seek the Lord with all your heart. Maybe you need to fast a little bit. Maybe you need to get more determined, more focused, more desire. Lord, I don't even have the desire. Lord, put the desire in me. Those who hunger and thirst after righteousness shall be filled. Amen. What is the promise? Those who hunger and thirst. Are you thirsty for more of God? Are you thirsty for more of Jesus? He is our light and our salvation. Is there anything he cannot do? He, do you think he can't revive you? Of course he can. Make it your prayer today. Lord, revive me. And the Bible says in Judges chapter 5 that there was a woman called Deborah. And Deborah in chapter 5 and verse 7, it says, Village life in Israel had ceased. Everything had just died. Everything had just gone down. Everything was just coasting. And then it says, Until I, Deborah, arose. Isn't that awesome? She decided to do something. She decided village life was just normal. Everything was just, just boring, just coasting. Until I, Deborah decided, I will arise. You can say the same thing. It doesn't matter, male or female. You say, I will arise. I will do something. She became a great judge in Israel. She became the leader of the nation. She became the, the, the one that people...
people came to for advice because she said, I will arise. And friends, you've got to say the same thing. You've got to say, I will arise. I'm going to do something. I'm not going to coast. I'm not going to be mediocre. I'm not going to be average. I'm going to stand out because I've got Jesus. You think Jesus didn't stand out? Wow. He stood out. Miracles, signs, wonders, the power of God. Everybody who touched him was healed. Lord, do it again. Amen. Lord, use my life. Lord, make me that kind of person. Be a revivalist. Amen. Why not? God's going to use you. Until I, Deborah, arose, she made a decision. I'm not having this village life, nothing going on. I'm going to make a difference. You are the one. You can be the one to make a difference in our world. You can be the one. Peter and John are gone. You and I are left. Are you going to make a difference in this world, or this community? Are you going to stand up for Jesus? As, as William Booth, that famous hymn, he said, you stand up, stand up for Jesus, you soldiers of the cross. We're in a warfare, friends. Time to stand up as the soldiers of the Lord Jesus Christ and to arise and do something for the Lord. Arise and be strong in the Lord. God doesn't want us to be weak and feeble and broken down. No, he wants us to be mighty in him. What did we look at a few weeks ago? I can do all things. I can do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He's going to give you divine power. He's going to anoint you. Will you be the one? Will you be the one who says, Jesus, I'm sold out for you? Because when you get sold out for Jesus, he gets sold out for you. If you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. You come close to Jesus, he'll come close to you. But he's looking for a heart of love. And you bow down your knees every day. And say, Lord, revive me. Lord, renew me. Lord, quicken me. I need you, Jesus. I'm useless without you. Amen. We've got nothing to give. We are useless without God. But with God, friends, you are mighty. You and I are in the army of God. Let's stand up in the name of Jesus. Be strong in the name of Jesus. Let's go through this land for the glory of God. God can do miracles through your hands. He can do a miracle through your mouth. He can change the world through one person who says, I will be that person. I will be the person who stands up for Jesus. When everybody says, I don't believe in that religious stuff, you say, I do. I believe in Jesus. I'm following him. He's awesome. You ought to get to know him. And we finish on this. The, the three Hebrew men, you know, there they were in Babylon. And they were told, you bow down to this image or you're going to be cast in the fire. And they said, we don't care. We're not going to bow down to the 90-foot golden image of the king. We're not going to bow down. We only bow down to one person. His name is Jesus. His name is the Lord. We only bow down to Yahweh, the Most High God. Okay, you ask for it. Make the fire seven times higher. So make sure they get consumed. They threw them in the fire. There was the fourth man in the fire. Amen. The Lord was with them in the fire. They didn't even smell of smoke. Amen. They didn't even smell of smoke. Those guys who heated it up seven times more, they were consumed by the fire. But praise God. He's going to look after his people.
You're sold out for him. You refuse to bow the knee to the world, the flesh, and the devil. He's going to look after you. He will protect you. And he will shield you. They weren't afraid to say no. We won't bow down. Okay, you pay the price. You threw them in the fire. Whether it consumes us or not, we don't care. We will not bow down. And friends, there are times when we've got to stand up and say no. There's a lot of stuff trying to sneak into the church. We've got to say no. We've got to stand by the word of God. Stand by the principles of the Word of God. You won't go wrong if you stand up for Jesus. Amen? Stand up for the principles of the Word. And the, even though there are others in the church, others in the world, say, oh no, you've got to accept these things. No, we don't. We're following these things. Here they are, written in the Word of God. Follow the truth, and you won't go wrong. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's stand together. Praise the Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, we worship you today. We thank you for your awesome presence, that you inhabit the praises of your people. We thank you, Father, for bringing us back together as the church this morning, physically in our building once again. Thank you, Lord, that we can gather together to praise your name and, Father, to be revived in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for this privilege and opening this door Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory, all the worship, Father. And Father, our prayer is this morning, will you not revive us again, O oh God? Will you not renew our strength, Father, so that we can be all that you want us to be? Help us not to fall short of the glory of God. Help us to be everything that you've called us to be, Father. Give us the impetus to move forward. Give us the impetus, Father, to run like Elijah. Give us the impetus, Father, to accelerate in our Christian lives. Father, give us the fire of the Holy Spirit so that we will never be the same again and we will be renewed and put on fire for you, Lord. Oh, Father, we long for you to revive us. Quicken us, Lord, and thank you for our brothers and sisters, all who are listening to the word of God. Quicken us, Lord, like an eagle, so that we can soar on the heights. Strengthen us today, Father. Renew our strength, Lord. Bless your people, Father. Bless your people with your presence. May we draw near to you, and may you draw near to us. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Let us just lift our hands and say, Father, this is my prayer today. Lord, I need you. I need your strength. Would you make that prayer today, if you mean it, from your heart? Lord, strengthen me. Renew me. Put fresh fire in me. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, our God is an awesome God. Oh, he reigns from heaven above. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, pour out fresh fire on us this morning, Father. Renew us, Lord, in these days. Oh, Father, renew us in the name of Jesus. Oh, cry out to him, friends, for more of his presence. As we begin to worship the Lord, cry out to him for more. Lord, I'm not satisfied with where I am. I need more of you, Father. I need more of your presence, Lord. Come, Holy Spirit, change me and quicken me and renew me today. Oh, hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. 
We need your presence, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Lord. You love us so much. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who is like you, Lord? Awesome in power. Mighty to save. Setting the captives free. Oh, praise the Lord. All you servants of the Lord. Oh, praise Him. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come, Holy Spirit. We are yours forever. Come, Holy Spirit. Revive us. Quicken us. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Spirit of the living God. Sing this beautiful song.